Dealer Nation, we are back with another great episode. The 53-man roster is out. But before we jump into football, because football season, the NFL season is approaching, we want to talk about our new partnership for this season. Mike, drum roll. Yes, sir. I mean, we want to... We want to help everybody make some money out there always. Are you kidding me? And this is the best way to do it. With the NFL season right around the corner, nonstop football action is in sight. You can get in the action with DraftKings Sportsbook. You've already heard of it. You know what it is. An official sports betting partner of the NFL. Right now, new customers like yourself can bet just $5, okay, and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Nobody is missing out on the action this season. All DraftKings customers that are coming right here from the sick podcast, Steelers Crazy, can take advantage of two new offers every single game this September, Jordan. So we need every single person to get on this. It is time, like you said. Use the code SIXSTEALERS. Life's more fun when you're in on the action. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app before kickoff. You. Use code six Steelers to get two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly when you bet just five dollars on any NFL bet. So you can bet on the Steelers, you can bet on the Bills, you can bet on the Colts, you can bet on the Titans. Just t- <laughs> make sure you take the Steelers under. You'll be good all season. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with our code six Steelers. The crown is yours, and that leads us into our other partnership. My hat finally came in. Shout out to Shop Begins, you know, right, perfect time for the season. And I think that um, we have, and that's two Zs on Yins, shopyins.com. Make sure you use our code 615, 615, 615, 615 over there. And uh, man, it's just been a day, just work, work, work. Um, but uh, we, we want to announce the winner uh, over there. I think if we can bring that graphic up. Yeah, we're excited. There this we are. Sick hat. You can wear it at six fifteen. Why not? Six fifteen like is Pittsburgh a great time football. to wear it. You, you're getting ready for dinner with the family or something at six fifteen. <laughs> Put on your Pittsburgh football hat, courtesy of shopyens.com. Congratulations, Dylan Stamper, great Steelers fan. We're very happy that he can win this. Yes. King underscore Stamper on Twitter. Make sure you follow him. I know he's gonna be thrilled. And he's gonna be rocking this left and right. I love that hat. I need to, I need that hat. I mean, this is I, I love the point. Y for York Yens. You, you know, I'm feeling it. York and Yens, that's a good point. Mine stands for yams. I'm ready for Thanksgiving. All right, we are thrilled for another episode of the Sick Podcast. Steelers crazy. Go ahead, take it away. Juliana, turn up your volume. Your volume. Because you're about to listen to the Sick Podcast. Steelers crazy. The sickest Pittsburgh Steelers podcast. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. I feel like Billy Mays, like, just like, let's come back in. But wait, there's more. Because but wait, be, there's more. We're going to be dropping a special announcement just ahead of the Steelers season. Uh, we don't want to give too much away, but I think it's going to go straight to the end zone with this one, Michael. What do you think? Yeah, man. We're so excited. We bring you the best dealers content during the season. We're not just saying that, you know, it's not hogwash. We truly mean it over here. And I think we did it the last couple of seasons. 
with the Chris Wormley and Friends show. Awesome time. We wish Chris the best. And uh, we might have something else up our sleeve. So we'll, we'll find out what that is soon. Yeah, so as I said, you know, the 53-man roster is set. Uh, college football this weekend and then following week, it's NFL, man. Uh, it's here. It's officially here. You know, over at the Steeler Crazy, the sick podcast, we don't have an off season. We like to say we, we're just in grind mode 24-7 as the Steelers are. Um, but let's just dive into it. Um, we'll, we'll talk about the two trades. So the Steelers trade Kevin Dawson first to the Rams. Just kind of your initial thoughts on that. I wasn't surprised by it. Um, anything at this point that Omar Khan does, I know is just going to be amazing. I, I mean, the guy's reputation speaks for itself. I mean, and, and we'll, we'll dive into that as well, but just w- what was your initial thoughts on that? Uh, and best of luck to Kevin, uh, another good dude as well. Yeah. My initial reaction was disappointment to be honest and not disappointment in the return of the trade, but disappointment that Kevin Dotson did not work out with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think you and I both thought this dude was going to be a really good guard for a long time for the Steelers because he had a really good rookie year. Uh, and then he just fell off and, and was never the same physically or mentally. So I was disappointed because they had invested uh, a lot in him, of course. And uh, I think we had really high hopes for him. So tough to see him go out this way. But if you want to talk about the flip side of it, the return is welcoming. There's no question about it. They got a fourth round pick. Swap for a fifth round pick next year. Could be a, a high fourth because we don't think the Rams are going to be great. Uh, and then a fifth round pick swap for a sixth round pick in 2025. So two big pick upgrades. Mentioned it that, you know, if you don't see the value in that big of a jump, think about Darnell Washington. Think about Nick Herbig, two guys that were around that fourth round area versus some of the dudes who fall to the fifth. So it's impactful. I'm disappointed it didn't work for Kevin Dotson in Pittsburgh, but you can't be mad at the return, man. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I don't even think I have anything to comment on that because that was my thoughts exactly. So the Steelers trade Kendrick Green. I know when I was up at training camp, you know, he's lining up at fullback. He, I, he, I was rooting for him to turn into a Steelers full Kira. He's been on the Yinzer Crazy podcast. Yeah. Uh, again, another guy that you just have to root for. Um, just a, a good dude. Um, wish him the best of luck. But uh, again, wasn't surprised by that. Um, didn't expect, you know, to get traded. I thought that, you know, he might have just not made the team. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's Omar's working his magic once again. Yeah, he sure is. A con artist, as we like to call him in these streets now. <laughs> I, I'm not surprised by this either. Anytime you move an offensive lineman to fullback, it probably means he's not doing so hot playing offensive line. So I think the writing was on the wall for Kendrick Green. Long ago, there wasn't much he could have done in these preseason games, I think, to prove worthy of making the team. But when he did play, he still wasn't great. So that that didn't help his cause whatsoever. Yeah, man, all of the the theme of this show for sure is going to be we wish these guys well. Yeah. I, it is. I hate seeing like everybody on Twitter parading around like after these cuts, you know what I mean? It's like, thank God he's off the team. Oh my God. Yes. Finally, we could celebrate. Like these are human beings that are losing jobs still at the end of the day, no matter, you know, how, uh, how highly regarded they are in your mind in terms of career relativity, because they're football players. These guys are still human beings. So, um, you know, for us, it's more to analyze as well as you know, extend our gratitude for what they were able to accomplish as a Steeler and wish them well moving forward. 
not to throw a parade down Car- East Carson Street because Kendrick Green got cut, even though from an analytical and team standpoint, uh, he didn't get cut. I'm sorry, got traded. It was a hell of a move by the Steelers to get anything back for him. I mean, let's keep it real. Yeah, I mean, again, it just goes back to what this organization is about. And, you know, maybe a change of scenery will be good for him. Uh, wish him the best. Um, 100%. 100. Zach Gentry, um, I was kind of, like, surprised that they even, you know, brought him back to camp. Um, I think that with him, it's like, I think it's basically saying Darnell Washington is ready now. Like, I, you know, this yeah. is starting week one. Um, I think that he, he'll he find an NFL team. I mean, he, big body guy, great teammate, great locker room guy from what I hear. So, again, someone who wished him the best of luck just didn't really fit into the what the Steelers were doing. I mean, how, you know, we, we'll talk about, you know, they're, they're carrying two punters. They, they might trade one. There might We don't know what's going on. But the crazy thing about it is it's like it's the NFL at the end of the day. Like it's. Yeah, I think Pat Fromuth is sad. He lost his grilling yeah. and chilling partner over there on the Steelers YouTube make you know I saw somebody tweet something uh, along the lines of like I hope Darnell Washington is is good at grilling and, and chilling as well maybe he'll join the show but yeah in all seriousness uh best wishes to Gentry I was surprised that he yeah. got cut I, I did a, a radio spot yesterday and I said that if I were Omar Khan and the Steelers I would cut him because I don't think you need four tight ends yeah that that is uh you know that's an abundance at that position but I, I also said I didn't think he would get cut if I had to make a prediction uh, because I, I thought the Steelers were thinking, all right, Connor Hayward's in that hybrid fullback role, running back role, whatever it is these days. Let's keep Gentry as insurance in case Darnell Washington goes down. You have your big blocking tight end and you kind of keep things the same uh, in terms of the structure of that room. So I was I was surprised, but it's the move that I would have done. Omar Khan keeps doing the right thing over and over and over. So this, for me, is another feather in his cap, and I think he he got this one right. Uh, and you never know with some of these guys, right? I agree Gentry is going to be picked up, but some of the players will talk about that, the Steelers cut. Maybe they end up uh, on the practice squad. Uh, yeah. So so we'll, we'll see who, who sticks around. It's not the end of their Steelers journey just because they got cut today, even though it's Zach Gentry, I think it is. Yeah, do you know this this next one um, that, that was kind of shocking, Braden? Braden Fajoko. Um, I think, you know, he was good, you know, on the Chargers, serviceable. Um, and I was kind of excited. Um, we like, all were. Like, we were pumped yeah. to see him. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. I, I think it could could be injury. Um, could, it, you just didn't hear much about him. Like, mm-hmm. it was like – it was kind of like Kelvin Austin last year. Like, because, like, until they – I didn't know what was going on. Like, I didn't even see him up at camp. We didn't hear anything. Um, and then, you know, he's back now, obviously, but I'm just state like that. It was kind of like that case, but you know, in this case, he's, he's off the team. I, I don't just. Yeah. He's got a loud personality. Like he's fun. He brings that yeah. like Samoan flair to the game. So you're right. The fact that things were like so quiet around him was yeah. a little peculiar for sure. I think at the end of the day, they just went with the young guys over him. They went yeah. with. Isaiah Loudermilk, who good for him making the team there. Yeah. They went, they stuck with Montrevious Adams, who they've they've liked, and I'm not surprised he made the team. Uh, and Armand Watts, a guy who has a little more position uh, versatility, can you know bump out and play the ends as well, not just the zero technique. Makes a lot of sense for them to keep. But I would have never predicted this, honestly, JY, in a million years. I thought Fahoko was a lock when I was going through this yeah. roster. I didn't even really think of his name as a potential cut. 
Yeah, so the one that that I kind of seen this as inevitable, but the Trey Norwood, uh, it just kind of just fizzled out. I feel like that, you know, they gave him the chances and it just, you know, just wasn't there. Like you said, we wish these guys all the best, but if we're talking on the field analytics, it's just he hasn't, you know, really lived up to, you know, he he did show spurts, I will say that. Yeah. But it just all together, I just, you know, moving in a different direction. Yeah, bro. It reminds me of Kevin Dotson, right? Like was really good early on as a rookie, was a late round pick, seventh round. And you were like, the Steelers found a gem. Look at, look at what they found here under this rock. Some buried treasure played really well, showed confidence. I think he had an interception at Heinz field in big Ben's final regular season game that went against the Browns. Uh, He was, he was big time, man. And then, I don't know what happened either. I, I, I don't know if he lost his confidence. I don't, you know, there's hits and misses always in the NFL draft, but I am curious a little bit about what happened in terms of development with guys like Kevin Dotson, Trey Norwood, and James Pierre. Young guys like that usually don't go backwards. They rarely start out fast and then trend in the opposite direction. They usually start slow, and then you find out if they can play in the National Football League. So, yeah, I'm not shocked Trey Norwood has gone either. They elected to keep Elijah Riley and Shandon Sullivan and James Pierre uh, at cornerback. I thought those guys had a better chance of making the team. But, yeah, once again, I'm just disappointed for uh, both the team and Trey Norwood because uh, we thought it would be a really, really good marriage at first, right? Yeah, you would think. But, again, wish them all the best of luck. Um, For sure. You never know. Some of these guys can, you know, get signed on the practice squad and work their way back into the uh, 53-man roster. Uh, so let's kind of review each position room, running back room. You know, you have Najee, Jalen Warren, Anthony McFarland. Do you think that Anthony McFarland secured his spot in the with his preseason play? I do, yeah. He always looks good in the preseason. Yeah. And I also think it's because the Steelers just need that home run hitter once more in the backfield. Jalen Warren can do it. We've seen his ability. Yeah. Uh, listen, that first run against Buffalo, uh, him him just busting down uh, the seam and breaking a tackle and scoring a touchdown on that 79-yard run or whatever it was, we saw he has home run capability. But Anthony McFarland's speed is different. Let's just be honest. This is a straight-line guy who, like, who, you know, you could throw him a screen pass and he could crib it, sort of like Calvin Austin the third. He was definitely a bubble guy for me. Like, I don't, I don't think there was – they definitely sat in that war room and had a long conversation about will he make the team, will he won't make the team. But I think you have to keep three running backs with Benny Snell being gone. By the way, he was cut by the Lions today. If there's an injury in the Steelers' backfield, keep an eye on that. Hopefully there isn't. Um, but I think with the with the way the team's structured, you need three running backs. You want that that potential lightning to Najee and Jalen's thunder at the end of the day. And But, yeah, I think he had a really good preseason and, and certainly didn't hurt. Yeah, and I think that the one-two punch with Najee and uh, Jalen Warren, I just think that nasty. You know, when nasty. you can accompany, like everyone wanted to make it into like this competition, like these guys are teammates, they're professionals. Like, why would you not want to split carries and save your legs and and win a you know make yeah. a Super Bowl run? Um, that that's how you have to be thinking. And and over here at the Sick Podcast, Steeler Crazy, we just want to hashtag running backs matter um really expect a big 
big season from the running game for the Steelers. I, I think that the offensive line was addressed this offseason, so just really excited. So let's talk about the wide receiver room. Um, Gunner, Kelvin Austin, George Pickens, Deontay Johnson. Um, for me, the, the surprise, I wasn't surprised just from, you know, the reports that were coming out of camp. It just seems that Kenny and Gunner, uh, you know, that it's been told that he's reliable. Um, so it kind of reminds me of the Ben uh, Switzer uh, connection. Yeah, that's funny. That's a good that. correlation. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but I, I was kind of shocked to see him. Um, but good special teams player. Um, I think Deontay Johnson is, is going to get some touchdowns this season. And George Pickens, I mean, every single catch this guy makes is is a sports center top 10 uh, worthy catch. And uh, Calvin Austin, I think that we've seen what he's capable of now that he's healthy with his speed and really excited. Like just so many weapons on offense, like from from every I mean, we haven't even t- touched on the tight end yet. I think you summed it all up pretty well. I don't think Steelers Twitter is pumped about keeping Gunner, by the way, from from everything I've been reading the past couple months. But he's a good, uh, you know, insurance policy for Calvin Austin if he does go down. And you're right, he has a little bit of that Ben Switzer, you know, like, hey, we got to keep this this guy around notion for whatever the heck that reason is. But yeah, I guess he's reliable out there. He's another guy that can take a jet sweep. And anytime you're capable of taking a jet sweep in Matt Canada's offense, you're just a, a star in his eyes. So probably he lights up at the thought of handing a jet sweep to Gunner. Yeah. So let's go, let's talk about the offensive line a little bit. Um, and then we'll, we'll go over the defensive side of the ball and then we'll wrap it up. Yeah. The Steelers keep nine guys, which is interesting. Uh, on that offensive line, completely revamped O-line. Obviously, you know, the Broderick Jones draft pick, the Isaac Samalo uh, pickup in free agency. Two dudes the Steelers kept Spencer Anderson, the seventh-round pick out of Maryland. Tomlin loves his Terps. Uh, and then Dylan Cook, what a what an interesting name. This guy I was reading was like a quarterback in high school, a standout quarterback, and made the switch to offensive line, played at Montana in the big wow. sky. He was a long shot to make the team at the beginning of preseason. If I would have told you Dylan Cook would make the Steelers roster, but Braden Fajoko, Zach Gentry, and Trey Norwood wouldn't, you would have looked at me like I had six heads. But good for Dylan Cook. Maybe he can do grilling and chilling with Pat Fryer. Why not bring a cook on? There we That's go. Fun. I think that, that makes a lot of sense. But I'm happy for him. This is a, this is a strong group. Nate Herbig in there as well, uh, obviously coming over as a free agent. It's a strong group, and I've—I don't think I've said that about the Steelers' offensive line in six years. Yeah, I mean, we obviously know about um, you know just the acquisitions that they made, and I think that 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 was the big thing. I think Mason Cole as well. Um, you know, it seems like him and Kenny have a good chemistry going. Uh, just really excited for you know year two in general for everyone. But uh, defensive line, linebackers, and DBs. Obviously, you know Joey Porter Jr. Um, Nick Herbig comes to mind. Um, I, I, I was Tanner Muse got cut. I wasn't surprised about that, but I was kind of excited about that signing at first. Um, just cause you know, he, he was a serviceable guy. Um, but again, it's like, it's the NFL. I'll say it probably every episode on here. It's, you know, they don't care. You know, you can be a good guy, you could, but it's all about, you know, what can you bring to the team and where do you fit into this team? And I think that ultimately it's not that, you know, they're saying, Hey, you don't have enough talent to be a Pittsburgh Steeler. I think it's a lot of the times it's like, 
like you said, we're not going to carry seven tight ends. Like it's more of a, hey, we wish you numbers were gonna, again. You, we're yeah. going to give you a chance to go somewhere else. It just didn't work here. And I think that that really, I think what touched on like with Tomlin when I was watching on Steelers.com um, about you know how he's like you. They asked him, "Do you dread this day?" And he was like, not really, because it gives me a chance to evaluate, reflect and, you know, really like show that he cares. Like, I'm sure the guys that Tomlin cut that he still keeps in touch with because that's just who he is. Any any player that former player that we had on here, current player, they all say the same thing. Like he's he's one text away. And uh, I I just think that that's really cool. But uh, it was really cool for Joey Porter Jr. to get that interception. I know it's preseason, but it kind of just, you know, everyone wants to, we only had one interception and he goes and hands it to his dad. And it's like, all right, I'm, I'm back to work. Like I, I, to me, I got like chills for that. Um, and it, it was just a, re- it was a really cool moment. Just, you know, just watching from afar. That was a full circle moment for sure. I was talking the other day and uh, somebody was mentioning Kenny Robinson getting cut and it was like, the Steelers love the Pittsburgh connections. I'm surprised he was cut. And then we were like, oh, wait, Joey Porter Jr. There's yeah. there's your Pittsburgh connection right there. Went to high school here. You know, obviously, I don't have to tell you the rest of the story. Yeah. So you got you got more Pittsburgh love uh, on the Steelers. That was, that was dope. He's going to be a contributor early and often. He's got that crazy length. He's having fun out there learning from Patrick Peterson. He was so down after that first round of the draft, after not being drafted. Uh, was in the, you know was just down in the dumps completely and to be picked by your hometown organization Steelers give that first interception to your dad I mean what a what a turn of events in just a few months this guy's gonna ball out I don't know if fans are more excited for for a player on defense uh this season I think Kenny Pickett probably you know fits that bill on offense but I think maybe Joey Porter Jr. takes the cake on defense just just a great story, and and it's probably going to be more than a story. It's going to result in the Steelers getting a really good player too. Yeah, I mean, it's just all around. Like, I think we talked about it, like with the nepotism. Like everyone's like, Steelers love this. Steelers like, dude, Connor Haywood's a he's a baller. baller. Like these guys, the the Herbigs, they're 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 ballers. Like it, I can see like in certain cases, but it's just not the case in Pittsburgh. It's just they're good players. So why wouldn't you, you know, want that? if they're performing on the field, but uh, yeah. So before we get out of here, um, I just wanted to give another thanks to our sponsor. I'm going to be stopping there soon to get me a little pick me up. And that is brushes and beans cafe in Murraysville caffeinate and create at brushes and beans cafe. Visit them at four, five, five, zero William Penn highway in Murraysville. Um, just so much to do there. Great atmosphere. Um, Murraysville is a great little town. So they're, you know, get some coffee, do some shopping. And as always at the sick podcast, Steeler crazy, we just love to support small businesses because, you know, that's kind of what we are in ourselves, And uh, we're really connected to the community and the people doing good things. So, and brushes and beans is one of them. Uh, when you get yep. back, you know, from Florida, we got to, I'm ready, head I'm ready for definitely. some coffee. I want to hit one more still. You're talking shop local. I want to talk about shop jeans one more yes. time. Because I want to give you guys some some promo codes, man. It's important to give you some promo codes. You know it's the number one brand for Pittsburgh sports. We already told you in the front of the show about this sick giveaway. We gave away a hat. Dylan Stamper won. Congratulations. We're going to have way more giveaways. Taylor's killing it down there. SICK15 is the promo code. SICK15 on shopyenswith2zs.com. 
get 15% off your purchase. No minimum necessary. Man, DraftKings, Shopkins, Brushes and Beans. That is one perfect day, I think, right there. No, you wait, get your coffee more. in the morning. You put in your bets and you put your yins gear on and you watch the Steeler game. Is there a better? Is there a better day, Billy Mays? Not really, but I know that it could get better, and we're going to be announcing it on the Sick Podcast. Either crazy here soon. We want to appreciate everyone who's checking us out from all over the world. Give us a follow down there. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, before we go to it, I just the, the D line. Who 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 is your dark horse on the D line? this year that you that you feel is going to surprise a lot of people Keanu Benton another rookie we shout out Joey Porter let's shout out Keanu Benton more Wisconsin love the Wisconsin Badger, Steelers Juliana, take it away thank you guys go Steelers Woo! and that's a wrap hope you don't miss us too much until next time follow the sick podcast Steelers crazy on YouTube Instagram Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.